I have good energy for the fucking pre-apple. Oh my god, you've got it bad enough. Well, you'd be, you'd be doing um, your jumping jacks. What? Jumping jumping jacks usually tire people out. You, have you done too many jumping jacks, and that's why you haven't got any energy? No, it's just no. It's, it's just fucking hot. It's just hot. I know, I, and I know. It's made fun before. I, you hate cold and hot, but is it like worse when it's hot? I don't hate the cold. It's just the cold is the cold is there. It makes you irritable. I'll put it that way. Would you say? I don't. I remember know. camping with you, and you was like, "Oh yeah, was when it was cold." I haven't been camping. It with it, hot, it, hot, it freezes me up a bit. Like I can't. Like I don't. I don't know. Like I'm. I, yeah, just <laughs> concentrating too much on fucking shivering. Um, <laughs> But Don't no, the heat is out. like the heat is. No, I'd rather I'd rather be in the cold. This is this is awful. Like, yeah, this is worse than last year. Could be, could be. Um, I mean, this is the first time ever we've had fans on during the recording, so there's yeah. definitely a, a mark. But um, I don't give a fuck about the heat, to be honest. Really, like, I don't mind. Yeah, because it's manageable. I, like I've always been able to manage. You know, if you're cold, you put on covers, right? If you're hot, you put on gel packs. It's just a different <laughs> thing. Like, uh, I've always had satin sheets because I always run hot anyway. Yeah. So my bed is ice cold. Ugh. Right? Uh, uh, you just drink ice drinks, I feel. But I'm a positive, happy person. Well, see, so the, it's, as much of my persona is that of an evil serial killer. I'm a quite chill guy. <laughs> the, the people in our house that had it beforehand had the foresight to put really good insulation in it. And right. so it's just, it's, it's, it's warm all the time, but like yeah. now it's fucking awful. It's definitely very warm in the house. I mean, yeah. my dog nearly died yesterday, so that was fun. There is that shit. Like there's a lot of that going around and I keep seeing that crop up on like Facebook and stuff. Like don't take him for a walk. Uh, well, no, she just started vomiting oxygen because she was so... It's just you know, too hot. Oxygen deprived. Did you soak her with a hose? Did you do all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. Got um, some, like, doggy cool-down stuff. and But it was just, like, it was at 6 a.m. Like, it was, like, not the wow. hottest point of the day. And I just woke say- up to it. So I was like, whoa, this is... Then this is when it... I can't remember what it was, like, a couple of days ago. So I think it was when the heat wave kind of just started. Maybe yeah. day one or day two. And, yeah, she was, like, at death's door. So I was like, wow, fucking, fucking hell, hell. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind it, but I hate the sun now. I mean, the sun's trying to kill my dog. Yeah. So yeah. To, um, and she's still suffering with it. So lots of frozen treats and lots of lots of management. Yeah. Just came out. It's like a whole a air-conditioned walk. It's a whole thing. He's not that bad, um, but like he's relatively like short-haired compared to Honey, um, and and he fucking loves the water so I've, every if we every time we leave the house i just take him to the river and he just fucking jumps in and goes nuts um, yeah we got a pool in the garden oh we yeah we sitting. bought a doggy paddling pool thing it's, it's just a normal paddling pool but the dog went in it so i guess that makes yeah. it a dog dog one yeah 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 fucking yeah, yeah and we make sure she's always soaked but it's just like yeah it, it's literally i just can't leave her alone yeah so it's like um, but it's a very much it becomes a whole thing like i was taking him out like three times a day and now it's tw- it's twice a day but for longer to make up for that other time to just burn off the extra bit so i'm getting up earlier to like do like mega long walk and then mm. and i take him for another walk at like half eight like half eight till ten yeah um yeah i still walk only the same it's just like i just got my body clock in check so like i was like going to bed at 7 p.m but i can't yeah. do that anymore because 
the house is still hot. The dog gets uh, yeah. yeah gasping for her last breath. It's a whole thing. So it's like um, yeah. So I just walk uh, throughout the night and almost just something yeah. to cool it down. Or yeah, I just went to, for a walk around indoor businesses that have aircon. Like, oh, it's still a walk. <laughs> freezers. Well, you take it to, take it to like pets at home and shit or something. Yeah, pets at home, tennis courts. Yeah. Gym. Just whatever, just whatever's got like air conditioning. And is she allowed in there? Yeah, yeah. My dog is. I'm friendly. She's allowed <laughs> in the gym. Yeah, yeah. Like I walk around. The, there's a cafe in my gym and stuff. Like, well, not in the weights area, not in the swimming pool, <laughs> not in the sauna, <laughs> but like um, air conditioned, like to go have a coffee. Like, you know, Starbucks, where it's just cool. I didn't think they let there dogs in there. Yeah, well, try. Yeah. <laughs> they don't let them I in don't... I just didn't ask and they didn't say no yeah well they're, they're places that I'm regulars at so people I know people there so yeah like, maybe that's a, a thing I don't know yeah but yeah just anything to keep her brain occupied in the heat and then yeah apparently it's meant to break what's today Wednesday it's meant to break Friday yeah apparently and then the weekend's meant to like rain it all out so that'd be nice that's but good. yeah I don't I don't give two fucks about whether it's hot or cold but like yeah yeah the cold is more easier to manage the dog than it is the the heat. Yeah, the heat. a hell of a lot. It doesn't. It doesn't change. The cold doesn't change anything. Like it'll change something for him a bit because he's like short haired. So apparently, like you, it, in like really cold weather, you need to put like a coat on them and shit. Um, but and he's a short haired dog. He's never needed she's a, a coat. She, she, she's sort of short haired, but she's not short short haired. Okay, as in like. She, she's like, <laughs> I mean, like she's a short-haired Alsatian, though, isn't she? Like she's not like, it's still, it's still longer. It's not like just an undercoat. Yeah, like she's got fur, but yeah, uh, yeah it's short. It, I don't understand. It doesn't matter. Argument, it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, so I, I just can't wait to end. So then I don't. Then, then I know that my dog's safe. Basically, I want to. I'm all up for a vendetta against the sun, but um, yeah, you know, need. Uh, would would be more prepared if I keep the dog in the air conditioned house. So try and get some air conditioning, I guess. Oh mate, every every <laughs> fucking year I'm just like, we should get an air conditioner. We should get an air conditioner. Like just every year, and I just never fucking do it. And it's not. It's just not worth the investment. That's me. just it. It's like it's like like four hundred quid for like a basic one, and it's still it's just. just a, it's just the running cost. It's just yeah. like to get it properly fitted, you know, to get good aircon rather than shitty aircon. Yeah. Just gonna have to spend more than you should on a house in Stoke or Sandbach. It's yeah. like not really worth it. Might as well get another house that's not in the sun. <laughs> get a house under a tree. Yeah. Why not? Or just yeah. buy a tree. Yeah. Um or just a big big umbrella. Yeah. I haven't even got aircon in my car though, so like if I take him out anywhere, he's just fucking bitching and moaning about it because it's it's just hot and I can't do anything about it. I open the windows, but it doesn't do enough. Do you not have like parks in walking distance? Yeah, 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 but I mean, if we go, if we go further afield, right, right. Um, but like, I'm getting that regassed on Saturday, um, just in time for all the heat to fuck off. Apparently, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, okay. and then it's done. So yeah, fun hot times. Oh, yeah, fans on yeah. at the moment. Steve's in a lovely mood. Uh, <laughs> uh, lovely fans. So yeah, audio might be a bit weird. I haven't got a microphone. Microphone. I'm using a webcam today, so audio might be a bit funk. Jesus. But um, we are a little bit uh, busy at the moment. So, webcam yeah. audio. Webcam audio. What is it? I thought it was supposed to be a professional outfit, isn't it? 
Oh uh, yeah, but like I've also got to be not busy in order to remember the charge <laughs> shit. And I mean, I had to find an SD card today. It's like, oh shit, Jesus. <laughs> uh, do things. It's just when your brain's all in the mind of keeping your dog alive, everything else kind of goes into different colours. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully uh, it'll break soon. But yeah, it's, it's episode two five one. Episode two five one. Two five. Uh, two five one. Which is a multiple of a number. Which it is. is good. Um, hang on, hang on a moment. I've got a Facebook notification. You're ready to go. All, All right. right, let's go. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, so yeah, so we got to because it's hot. We're going to try and burn through uh, both our skin and souls and some news articles. Why not? Uh, Jeff Bezos went to space. I heard that. Yeah, he took a plane to space. So did that Virgin Media guy, Branson. Did they go in the so, same one, or they each got uh, their own? Like, yeah, like like a like a divorced couple at a hotel. Yeah. Because it's not very eco-friendly, is it? I'll take mine. Uh, but yeah, like the person... Two they, rockets, they, one person each. Ridiculous. Like planes with rocket sidearms or something. Yeah, like it's the, like, well, no, mine doesn't go to space. It goes on the edge of space. Yeah. All right. But I remember that being like a big thing ages ago. It wasn't we, we covered it, right? Where like loads of celebrities bought tickets to be on the first... Yeah, like Justin Bieber I, was a big one, wasn't he? Didn't he, didn't he want to yeah. fly to space? Yeah, a John Travolta, I think, was there. I can't remember. John Travolta? I think so. Still working on that Pulp Fiction money. I don't know. He's pretty basic. He's, he's working on that chin money. He hasn't got a new chin or something. He got real <laughs> fat and then in face off, so stroking people's faces. Uh, no, I, like, I just like that he finally took the wig off and just accepted it. This is my scalp. Yeah. Nobody cares, John. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's dead. Could be dead. But yeah, no, yeah, there wasn't a thing like, I think it was like 40 people at once were meant to go. Maybe that's later on. Maybe it was like the first big commercial Boeing set, like massive plane. Maybe they've got tickets for that. Yeah. Because this one, um, well, they auctioned off the tickets. I think there was four seats. Uh, one, of the pers- one person who paid $28 million to join the trip was unable to do so because they were busy at the time. Hey. Fair enough. What are you going to do? I've, I've, got, I've got a call. I've got a phone call. Got, Got a meal. Got a I'm meeting going, with my bank manager. About twenty-eight million pounds. I'm not throwing my money to space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, instead, uh, the first ever paying customer of Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin rocket firm will be 18-year-old Olive Oliver Damon, as well as being Mr. Bezos's first paying customer. He will also be years the old. youngest person in space. He's on his gap year, literally. Uh, so an 18-year-old on his gap year is going to space. Uh, <laughs> what I found funny about this was. It said the trip would fulfill a lifelong dream for Oliver, who's currently on a gap year, obtaining his private license before starting studies at University of Utrecht. Lifelong a dream? Lifelong dream. He's 18. 18 years old. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, <laughs> I don't know, I, even if it was his dream as a four-year-old, I don't know why. It just seems weird to say an 18-year-old has a uh, lifelong dream. Because you don't know who you are when you're 18. I mean, maybe some people do. I'm sure there's a lot of people who probably do. Uh, I mean, I knew I wanted to do something at 16. I wanted to be a train driver when I was eight. Yeah, but maybe it's just—it's bullshit, though, isn't it? It's like, like there was a—I remember there was a girl that I went to uni with, um, and she was like, she was like, oh, I've always, I've always wanted to have like an Audi, and she was like. Well, she was the same age as me when I was at uni, so I think we were both like 19 at the time or something like that. Or I just always wanted an Audi. And she was in tears because on her birthday, her parents bought her a car and it wasn't an Audi. It was like well, just... Bad parenting right there. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Who are you? Who are you to deny your child's dream of a thirty thousand pound car? It's all about that big simple at the front of a car. That's what makes it. Yeah. What makes it. That's shit. what makes it go. Yeah. What well, is people are stupid? Yeah. And then, yeah. Eighteen year olds. I mean, well. it gives you a lot of freedom. Not as much freedom as a rocket, maybe. Although I would argue more because a car you can drive it anywhere. You can't drive a rocket anywhere. You can go up or you can go down, and you can't exactly land everywhere. You well, can, play. but you'll die. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you get cool airlock. You have to open up a door, like a port door on a boat. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's they should add that to cars, and then cars would be more fashionable. And then... Yeah, I'd rather go to Europe. Well, I'm not, I just don't... I, I get that it's an uh, interesting breakthrough, right? They've flown a plane pretty much to space. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's going to change the commercial attitude towards space. But, like... 28, and admittedly, all the money went to charity, so this is just for mega wealthy people to pay a you know, silent auction for a bit in space. Yeah. To go to space for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 18 million. <laughs> or however much it was. Twat. 28 million. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Sorry. Scheduling conflicts. Like, what, exa- what kind of conflict would come up <clears throat> that stops you going to space? Because that's not just going to be a standard board meeting unless, like, your company is collapsing or something. Yeah. Because it's been a... Uh, he's too he just, many, he just money to deal out. With. Maybe. Maybe he's afraid of... Space. ...becoming a space odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some AI computer is going to push... I don't even know. I've seen the film once. Something about a lot of gardening. I remember that being a big thing in the film. Oh, 2000... Yeah. Yeah, I can't really remember a lot about it. I watched it when I was younger, when I was really too young to kind of understand it. Speaking of films, we can segue to Jaws, and segueing from Jaws, we can go to Shark Attacks. Shark Attacks oh. are being are having a PR move. Oh, I've got this one, so yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, Shark Attack can be rebranded as Negative Encounters. Just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a bad time. It wasn't an attack, it was just a really bad time. <laughs> or interactions in an attempt to change the predator's image as a man-eating monster. She had a, a negative interaction with a shark. You mean a yeah, shark well, attacked her? No, no, no. She had um, a negative interaction. I mean, How exactly did she interact with it? Not positively. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she swam. She swam. That was it. That was all she did. Swam, she died. Yeah. And the shark felt bad. Interaction... <laughs> Is kind of a two-way thing, like a game of chess. Yeah, I don't think that shark was playing chess. I think no. that shark was just chomping on playing his face. food. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the move comes despite a rise in fatal shark attacks around the world last year. <laughs> <laughs> so, shark attacks are on the rise, but now they're saying if we don't call them shark attacks, people won't have a negative opinion of them anymore. Yep. So yeah, but people are still getting attacked by sharks. And apparently this is because uh, they, people are scared of shark attacks when they go to the beach. And you go, it's arguable that maybe it could be too big, you know, inflated. But there are still people being killed on the beach by sharks. Yeah. So, I th- well, it's not I th- effective enough. I, th- I think their deal was like, oh, it's well, we've got to do this because they're, because they're endangered. So people don't really don't care enough when they get killed or something like that and i was just like well i i don't think people want them dead they just don't want to be eaten like yeah or just killed or disfigured yeah and plus like i mean attack is a pretty blanket term like you can't just decide in this case it's not valid well like i can understand that if it was just someone saw a shark in the water and nobody got hurt and nobody got touched they just saw a shark and it was a quiet beach or whatever 
maybe it was being categorized as a shark attack. I don't know. Yeah. Like, Plus, that would be, all right, fair enough. That's a bit silly. But, we've, like... We've had the gravestone... We've had the gravestone argument a lot. Um, well, not argument, but just conversation. And if I die in a shark attack, I want it to say shark attack on my grave, not negative encounter with a great white or something like. I, I think that's funny. So it's the bad time, <laughs> the bad time with a shark. Yeah, yeah. Negative interaction with a uh, with a lot of a, teeth. One a massive sea predator, <laughs> Doctor Christopher Pepin Neff. Mr. Pepin Neff, Dr. <laughs> Pepin Neff, I'll have you know. A shark researcher at the University of Sydney said shark attack is a lie. He said until the 1930s, they were called shark accidents. <laughs> oh, well. So dumb. In the 30s, if it was called shark accidents, well, it might as well go back to the 30s, right? Why do they get a pass? <laughs> Why do sharks get a pass? We're like, whoops. Like, tigers don't get a pass. It's not a tiger accident if a gazelle gets devoured. It's the tiger was hunting it and killed it. Well, it's it just, attacked like, the gazelle. I get animal rights. I get that. And I get that, like, you don't want to give them too bad a name because, yeah, like, there's a comparatively, there's so few shark attacks. Right. But still, the goal is to have zero. Like, if, 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 if 100 people a year died, and it's, it's less than that for sharks, but say 100 people a year died from elephant stampedes, yeah. you know, we'll stop calling them stampy elephants because that's, that's rude. Like, yeah, but they keep stamping people to death. I mean, like some perspective, please. Okay, but it's so it's got to go both ways, then, right? So, if I smack a shark in the face, like with no provocation whatsoever, is that just me? It's a negative encounter with he had a negative encounter with a person, and I'm fine. I'm not abusing animals or anything, right? Can do if you want, I guess. Like well, it's on hobbies, or... <laughs> but it's it's got to it's got it's just it's got to go both ways. Like those manatees that get run over by boats. You had a negative interaction with a boat. <laughs> Why? Not untrue. It's a weird PR. It's a bit mild. Somebody must have a job as PR for sharks, and it's just like they're trying to justify their job and be like, "Can you stop harassing the sharks?" Twitter world or whatever it's, it is. It's, yeah. I don't know. But it's what they're, they're pretty intense animals. In November, a 55-year-old bodyboarder was killed by a shark in an attack in Western Australia. Police officers said the shark lingered close to the shore for almost half an hour after the attack. So it's just murdered somebody, about. and they just stood there, well, stood there, <laughs> chilled out, and waited for people to come by. They're like, "Look at the fuck that guy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, I'll help you save him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> negative encounter. Oh, it was that shark over there. Yeah, one more thing. Let's get him. But, yeah, it's like a PR for sharks. It's a real thing. So people, I guess people need to deal with it. In other news, police have found a human foot on a footpath and are asking women who had their left foot amputated since 2014 to get in touch. We found a foot. Is it yours? <laughs> Is this yours? Why does yeah. it matter? Well, they need to know where it came from. They can't figure it out. So, like, maybe it came from, uh, uh, I think they, yeah, since 2014, it was in some medical waste somewhere, and then it fell out of a truck or something. I don't know. But then, where did it come from? Why so, do they need to, I don't understand why you need to relocate the owner. Well, it's in order to figure out where they had the surgery, I guess. And then, you know, they can track that body. But you would think that if they've got the DNA of the foot, they must have the DNA of the person. Probably. But maybe it's decomposed or something. You know? Yeah. 
In which you know case, I like, I like the idea of like you know two people having half a medallion and then, <laughs> then eating up later in life, and it's just some woman who got amputated ten just years. The ago. most Finding fucked up version of Cinderella ever. Yeah, just, we found a foot. Yeah, find the owner. Oh, right. it fits. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> now I can get married or something. Uh, the woman was aged over 16 and is around 5 foot 2 inches tall. Doesn't say if that's before or after removing the foot. We guessed that from the foot. Yeah, forensic. I guess pressure, right? Maybe. If they can yeah. make a submarine, they can figure out how tall this woman is. She's I like 5 that foot as a, 2, like probably about 4 foot 8 now. But Yeah, I like that as a method of thinking. If they can build a submarine, they can do this. Because <laughs> I'm going to use that more often. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> We're underwater. Oh, I saw... Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I've watched lots of horrific videos this week just because they've happened to come across a lot of podcasts that I watch. And um, one of them is, like... Uh, I forget what the term is, but it's underwater when they're cutting into, like, a pipe or something that's under, underneath the water. When you open up something that's got an open space but below it, you've got the entire weight of the ocean oh, on yeah. top of that crack. Oh. So there's loads of problems where like divers are, you know, cutting into something and get sucked into a hole that's like really oh, small. Oh god. And there's it happens to crabs a lot. There's a video of a crab happening to a crab. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> so like I mean, the same thing with a submarine, right? I guess you see like hunt for red October and like, oh the sub is leaking, but it's like no the crushed right? yeah i mean the weight of the entire world yeah or 70 percent of the world is on the submarine so yeah submarines a new peak of uh, human ambition in my opinion anyway in other news a teen accused of stabbing a girl 114 times allegedly asked how her death was his problem <laughs> i mean why is that my problem you stabbed her to uh, death. so what's it got to do with me it was you right yeah but no, it's a whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'll read into it. When he learned about his class... Oh, so this is before he was found guilty. When he learned about his classmate's death, the 14-year-old boy, now accused of stabbing the cheerleader more than 100 times, said, how is that my problem? According to documents released. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said that after he was placed in an interrogation room. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, he allegedly said um, he got into some altercation with her. Yes, and he he pushed, they, they got into a bit of a kerfuffle and she fell on her head and he walked away. But they found loads of blood. They found satanic Bibles in his room with uh, drawings of naked women with blood oozing out of several wounds. Fuck Mate, just man. don't, like, before you go on your murdering spree, hide your lottery tickets, if it's just to deal with Satan, <laughs> and just hide all your ridiculously horrific memoirs. <laughs> Rule one. Get rid of those things. They, they don't paint a good picture. <laughs> it's like oh, that guy God. from Seven. Um, you know, going to get into his house and he's got like loads of books written hand in the in all insanity. And loads of shit. It's like, no, clean it up before you go on the street, <laughs> please. Uh, but, 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 but. She suffered 114 stab wounds, 49 of which were defensive. Oh. So that means like she was alive for 49 of this for at least 49 of the stabs as she tried to stay alive which is harsh, Christ. and to her hands, arms, and head. Defensive wound on your head. <laughs> oh. 
sorry. Uh, the tip of the blade that was used broke off and was found in her scalp. Uh, karma was written on the inside of her left ankle and a smiley face was drawn on her right ankle. Don't graffiti your corpses. It just raises more questions. But no one, it's, no one knows who put them there. I think it was a guy who left part of a knife in her scalp. Shellax. Uh, before his arrest, the suspect posted a photo to Snapchat, flashing a peace sign in the back of a police car with the captions, Hey guys, has anybody seen Tristan lately? <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> After you've murdered someone, just be like, hey, where, where's Tristan? Where did she go? Anyone seen my knife? Yeah. Authorities added that the suspect did tell his friends that he intended to kill someone by taking them to the woods and stabbing them. Don't confess. Yeah, before you've hey, done it. I know he's 14. He's probably only watched, you know, like, Pokemon or whatever people watch for their fourteen, but it's like you got to have more. Watch a bit of Dexter, right? Yeah. I mean, chillax. Yeah. And my sympathies are with the victim, but I feel bad for the murderer. Yeah. Just a kid. Prosecutor uh, said that she had a negative encounter with his knife. <laughs> Hundred forties. Uh, in other short news. Uh, Wayne Cousins has been sacked from the Metropolitan Police after being convicted of murder, rape, and kidnap. Well, fired. <laughs> I mean, doesn't it go without saying? I mean, like, God, oh, what? So he's he's been convicted of murder, rape, and kidnap, but he's still going to get to get work on Monday. Where's Wayne? Can't go to prison. Got a late shift. <laughs> You're fired. Jeez. I mean, I don't you think I've dealt with enough? Didn't say. <laughs> oh. Fucking it's, hell. It's so stupid that it, it's real. It's, where, where's this from? I can't. It's, uh, it's London. It's London. It's, no, I think about that... the newspaper. Oh, right. You know, it's a real article of something that really happened. But I mean, you're fired. It's... Why? Because of all the raping and the murdering <laughs> and the kidnapping. We've had it up to here. <laughs> We're supposed to clean up the force. Too much corruption, too much rape, murder, and kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. I guess, I guess if you are convicted, and if you're convicted, that means you're going to prison. And I imagine it's as soon as possible, right? When you are convicted, it's not like give yourself two weeks to get your things together and then go to prison. It could be. But I imagine it's like, no, you're, in, you're going to prison right now. Yeah. Everyone must be fine when they go to prison, right? Well, I would assume so. I think that it's it's kind of, it's a given. Yeah. But I, the thing is, I think they're trying to say that, uh, they're trying to out, it's the police saying that guy doesn't represent the police. That's what the article is, right? It's like, fuck that guy. We're so, I think they apologize throughout the article. Like, sorry for, you know, everything that happened. We should have spotted this. We should have done something. Yeah. Um, so, Yes, that's the purpose of the article. <laughs> it's like, I think going to prison is more serious than firing somebody. I think you should be like, you're going to prison, mate. Like, not, oh, and you're losing your pension. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> not, my, not my benefit, not my rail card. Oh, what about my rail card? <laughs> uh, misconduct hearing on Friday found that the actions of 48-year-old Cousins breached the standards of professional behaviour in respect of discreditable well, no conduct. No shit! Well, this is breaching professions. 
Well, like, what, 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 what job in the world was he not like breaching that? Is there anyone? Uh, is there any any like real estate agent? I don't know. Yeah, oh, uh, we'll take the, we'll take murderers. Yeah, you can kill, but not on the clock. It's a breach of standards. It's not raping. What, what will the team of regulators think? <laughs> Kidnapping and raping and murdering people. You're you're putting your job at risk. <laughs> Oh, this is a quick, uh, a quick short one. Um, <clears throat> other uh, from me. It's also quite a short one. It's a long article, but I've made it short. Um, I think it's quite funny that this was in the Stoke Sentinel, and it's from Stoke. And it, yeah, it's from Stoke. Uh, when Toby Virgo started researching his family tree, he made a grim and tragic discovery. His great great grandfather was crushed to death by a wagon of shit. <laughs> So like, he, I think it was like he, for his mum, he bought her like an ancestry dot com, you know, like thing. Death and, by shit wagon. Shit. Oh. Load of shit. <laughs> so like, I think they found yeah, they think from the ancestry dot com or something, they found out that you know this great great grandfather or, or whatever it, what was he great great grandfather was uh, died and left you know three children without a parent and you know his, his wife is a widow mm. that kind of stuff and then yeah they subsequently found out that he was crushed by shit joseph died when the horse pulling his cart suddenly swerved causing the cart to fall off the side of the road into a field a drop of six feet the full loaded cart turned over completely crushing my great great grandfather under the <laughs> oh. I, I, like accidents happen you know people get sucked into pipes you know what i mean it's, it's yeah. a whole it's a whole thing but it's just like you go on ancestry.com to try and find out a bit more about your history try and find out about your genetics and stuff like that and then you just figure out that oh we're killed by piles of shit like oh that's great and then that's his leg that's how he's known for the rest of his life that's all that there is on ancestry it's he his was name a, and... a lecturer you know yeah. died oh. as he lived under a shit wagon. Wagon of shit. <laughs> um, on Wednesday, October 11th, 1899, the Sentinel published an article titled The Stoke Tragedy about his death. Pile of shit. Um, oh, yeah. And lastly, uh, from me, I just fa- I don't know. Um, this was a genuine article that I've tried to understand, and I just don't. And I think it's just America. You know what I mean? It's, it, if you were to sum up American news, mm. I felt like it was parody. I felt like I wrote this. And right. it's just, it's, I don't understand, so maybe you do. Um, as many as 200 Americans have come forward to describe possible symptoms of directed energy attacks. Part of a wave of fresh reports that includes newly identified incidents around the world. A U.S. official with knowledge of new potential cases of so-called Havana Syndrome said a steady drumbeat of cables has been coming in from overseas, posts reporting new incidents, often multiple times each week. Now, nothing's been said yet, right? Nothing. Just something's happened. We no. called it Havana Syndrome. It happens multiple times a week. What the Wait. fuck is that? Okay, what's going on? All right, we'll carry on. A recent and previously unreported incident in Berlin cut short at least one diplomat's term in Germany. US officials and others briefed about the matter said... Another person who was briefed this month about recent incidents said, it is global, but there seems to be an awful lot going on in Europe. What Again, the fuck is going on? Nothing's, nothing's happened. Nothing's been said. <laughs> I'm nearly done. 
Officials with direct knowledge said there are now possible cases on every continent except Antarctica. In the past year, officials said more than one American in the CIA, uh, uh, in the Central Asian country of Krig Kyrgyzstan, has experienced symptoms, including a baby. That a baby is a symptom? It, it could be. They, they, they Benjamin buttoned the shit out of everything. Almost half of the possible cases involve CIA officers or their relatives. Two officials said about 60 involved Defence Department employees or relatives and around 50 at the State Department. I, Nothing's happening. What's going on? Just nonsense. It's just bollocks. <laughs> so I, I tried to figure out what this is. right? And, and I, I, when I first took this article, it, that was how long it was. I revisited it today. It's like five times longer with equal amounts of nothingness within it. Um, but I think what's happening is, well, these are the symptoms. This is what uh, the symptoms of Havana syndrome are. Okay. People believed to have the condition have reported hearing a loud sound and pressure in their heads before getting dizzy, having an unsteady gait and a visual disturbance. So they but like they, they just heard a loud noise. They got dizzy. <laughs> well, dizziness. How is that different to an unsteady gait? That means when you walk, you don't walk in a straight line. Well, yes. guess what? When you're dizzy, you're fucked. <laughs> Visual disturbances. Do you mean everything's not as clear as it once was? <laughs> now it's kind of blurry and kind of spinning. You mean like it's dizziness? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe I've completely missed, you know, this, but like trying to find out what Havana syndrome is, is a, a, a black hole. I couldn't find anything about it apart from that. So it it was just really weird to me that I was trying to read it and I was just like, but but what's going on? What yeah, but CIA is involved. Okay, <laughs> people. Are, I think they're just saying that they're trying to spread the fear that people are being attacked with sonic weapons now. Right. I think that's all they're saying, and they're saying that yeah, members of the CIA, the Defense Department, and the State Department have been attacked with radio waves. Hasn't that always like, been a thing, though? Wasn't there that thing about, like, the brown noise or something that makes you shit yourself? Yeah. yeah. And they, well, it's making a comeback. You know, they remade, right. you know, loads of films. Yeah. Might as well remake the sonic attacks. Yeah. Sonic wave attacks. Like a but yeah, negative so... encounter with a sound wave. Yeah. yeah. I, just can't, I just can't understand it. I can't figure out what the... I just... And if that and it stuck out because that was a news article that I've read and like none of this makes any sense at all. And for some people, I imagine that's a large amount of stuff, like because they subscribe to NBC News or whatever. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, it's me this week. Christ, that is a short one. All right, um, I burned because of the heat. It's dying, dying. <laughs> Only got a few short ones. Um, uh, Nicholas Cage has gone on record in stating that he knew his relationship with his wife could work after he found out that she kept flying squirrels. You keep them. Oh well, yeah. I'll, I'll, it's, you don't let them go. That's fine. I can I can make this work. Yeah. <laughs> like I think there's a lot of like sort of good markers for like a, a like a solid relationship. Like what's the yeah. relationship with their parents like? Um, like, have they, have they are they able to kind of like hold down a job? Do they have like a good friendship circle? Like their their relationships and stuff is all that solid. Yeah. Keeping flying squirrels Keeping was them. never like on the list uh, for well, me. It's like people get re I know a lot of people who've got far too many pets, and I'm sure yeah. they attract people who also have far too many yeah. pets. 
I it's, mean, far too many. You know, like, I don't know, five. You know, pick a number. It's a specific it's kind of person that that gets those weird pets, though, isn't it? Like, oh, I've got four scorpions. Why? Yeah. Well, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's just not. Just don't. I, I can get five dogs. I can understand that, but I yeah. would rather have two dogs. Yeah. I was speaking to um, uh, a family member recently, and uh, they told me that um, they think we share something in common, and that's because traveling, we really don't give a fuck about. Yeah. And I've, I've noticed that about a lot of relationships I've been in, is people talk about how much they want to go traveling. But what I mean is, I like to go abroad. I'd like to go abroad and do stuff. But, like, I've had... and. You know, I've had many different relationships where they're like, oh, my God, look at the food they're giving me on the plane. Like, isn't this amazing? It's like, wow, it looks just like food. <laughs> food gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, but I'm on a plane. Isn't it special? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, there's many uh, reasons uh, we think that we both kind of feel this way. And it's it's obviously very, very sad. But I, th- I thought it was quite funny that... Well, my point is that... Um, yeah, there's just certain things that don't connect with certain people. So maybe Nicholas Cage is just a massive flying squirrel fan. Yeah. You found the, wouldn't be too surprised, right? I don't know. I mean, like, I think... I don't know. Maybe I, I wouldn't be surprised, maybe, but it just seems like... Or his hobbies. I don't think he paints. I think if he painted, we'd know about it. Yeah, that would be amazing. You know, it'd be in, like, every single film. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not... I lo- I love Nicolas Cage. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I think uh, a lot of the films that he does, some of the films that he does, are quite like he's the highest budget of the film. Yeah. So like I imagine he could demand, I've got to paint in this film because painting is my life. Yeah. We well, said um, she likes animals, so I asked her, "Do you have any pets?" And she said, "Yes, I have flying squirrels." She had two sugar gliders. I thought that's it. This could work out. <laughs> I, I don't want to be too pessimistic. I am a true romantic, the most uh, romantic out of my uh, But like, maybe he's just at his wit's end. I can't remember how old he is. He's just like, what have you got? Just give me something normal that's a bit spicy, right? You got pets? Great. What pets? Squirrels. Well, that's kind of weird. They fly. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm all in. I can't be asked anymore. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Work. Sure. I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just accepts anything he can get. Okay, cool. Right, yeah. Fine scripts. That sounds yeah. Nicholas Cagey. I can I can sell that to my shark PR firm. <laughs> uh, we can move on forward without any negative interaction. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I, it, it's a very Nick Cage way to react to something like that, I think. Yeah, probably. Just with the intense excitement about something that yeah. maybe some. But maybe they're passionate. Maybe Flying they're passionate. squirrels. Oh. Where are we going to fly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to learn how to ride a squirrel. Uh, just a very quick one here. No really oh. further detail on this because there isn't really much else to say about it. Just found it a bit weird. Uh, and uh, uh, Argentina's Ministry of Health uh, uh, has, uh, f- uh, for, quote, educational purposes, has put an order to tender for 10,000 wooden penises. Only we're, we're we're looking to learn, <laughs> <laughs> and for that we need ten thousand of them. Well, we're looking to learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make any mistakes. Just, you know, no, let's uh, uh, let's let's get this right. <laughs> yeah. 
I love the idea that it's just the teacher like organizing. It's like I, I just, uh, it's for me, but I'm going to pretend it's for the benefit of human education. Yeah. It's apparent. It makes so when you actually go into it, it all makes perfect sense. It's for like uh, an improved like sex education initiative throughout the country of uh, where are they? Argentina. Um, so it, it it makes sense. It's for it's for schools and organisations and stuff to buy packs and they're to be included in these sex education packs. And I guess they're to be used for like here's how you put on a condom or, and stuff like yeah. that. Because apparently there's a load of people in Argentina, particularly over over the lockdown. They said during lockdown people just stopped wearing condoms. And I was just like, I, why? Well, maybe they just couldn't get hold Too of them much or like something. Masks. Yeah, <laughs> I will not mask. I want to wear a mask. Um, yeah, and uh, apparently just tons of people started getting syphilis. So they're just... <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're just like wooden penises. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's got to work, I guess. I mean, isn't it like South Korea's got a penis theme park? Yeah. Yeah, but music. isn't there something... Isn't there a thing, I don't know if it's in South Korea or if it's in Thailand or something like that, but where, like, yeah, it must be in South Korea then, where, like, penises are, like, almost, like, worshipped. Like, yeah, you see statues of them everywhere and shit. Yeah, it's South Korea, because I remember chatting with a South Korean, and whatever I do when I've chatted to people of other countries is I Google the weird shit from their countries <laughs> and ask about it. So I remember yeah. talking to, uh, yeah, South Korean about it. But, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so I, I imagine maybe they've got less syphilis than Argentina. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the more normalised, more people... Well, if they use a wooden penis, the wooden penis can't get syphilis, can it? So, there we go. And that's satisfying for everybody. Men like toys, girls like toys, it's fine. (laughs) My action man's a bit weird. (laughs) Uh, There was... Imagine there's a, like... I mean, I don't understand how somebody can't understand how to put a condom on, but, again, maybe that's just white privilege, right? Maybe that's... (laughs) Well, in our science class, the science teacher demonstrated with a banana. I don't know why you need something so lifelike. We understand metaphors. I don't even think we were shown how to put a condom. We had sex ed classes, but we had like two, and that was it. And they must, I mean, mean, what else are they going to talk about? Yeah. They're going to have to talk about condoms and how to use them and stuff. Yeah. They must have. I just don't remember anything. It was just a really weird societal moment because I went to an all boys school. So, oh, like, right. there's a bunch of people who were like, uh, yeah, so uh, what do you want to tell us? Because uh, most of us are banging loads of women already. So <laughs> I remember this one kid saying that. I was like, what are you talking about? We were like 16, I think. If you're in, like, I, I never really thought about this, but if you're in an all-boys school, how do you actually start meeting girls? Well, our school, well I met uh, socially, I met most people through work so i was working at 16 but like up to the age of 16 it was very much like uh whoever you went to primary school with right like you know parents make friends with other parents at primary school and yeah i mean our all boys school was next to an all girls school but there wasn't much mingling really yeah you know different exits or whatever and it was just like oh building over there's filled with women they do something called home economics (laughs) i don't know (laughs) Play rugby um, all right, uh, last one because I can hear the dog going nuts. Um, right. A woman in Nevada is being charged with burglary, grand larceny, and performing surgery without a license after breaking into a dentist's office, stealing twenty-two thousand dollars, and extracting thirteen teeth from an unconscious patient. <laughs> <laughs> 
when opportunity knocks, <laughs> you've got to rip I've, out this. I've always wanted to be a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> always just wondered if I could rip teeth out of some. Who leaves an unconscious patient unattended? <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Long enough for them to have 13 teeth in their bed? I don't know. <laughs> it just well maybe they maybe they left the gas on and just left for the night, like switched off. Because like she stole stole all the money and all these checks and everything. Like so the place was unmanned. <laughs> they just left an unconscious patient on the chair because he went out to buy a sandwich or something. <laughs> I'm so, I'm very so, I've, I've I've just given up cigarettes, but I've really got the. Do you mind if I just pop out and grab a pack? <laughs> I promise all your teeth will remain in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Deputies... maybe it was like daytime robbery, like yeah. just the balls of, you know, the guy came in, he's like, oh, someone else that I've never met is ripping out all their teeth. It's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be all right. <laughs> I like the idea of like, they've broken it, they haven't noticed the, the person. They've stolen loads of money and as they're walking out, it's like, oh, I've got the money, but I could use some extra teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Although maybe it didn't take very long. Yeah. I imagine it takes a while to remove teeth if you don't know what you're doing. But it depends how careful you're being. Like, if they're unconscious and you've just got a pair of pliers... But they counted it as surgery. Yeah. So it can't just be like, I smashed them in the face. Um, be like, oh, I you know, just started needle picking. I, I played Hungry. What was that? What was that crocodile one? Uh, it was like a crocodile oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it lifts up and you had to pull the... It was, it was, right. just, it was literally called trick. like Crocodile Dentist or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe she just played a lot of that. Yeah. It's got used to wow. Just <laughs> waiting for it to snap shut. Yeah. Except he's unconscious. So it never happened and she got 13. Oh, mint. And 20 grand. I win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, deputies allege that Laurel Ike, who is not a dentist... Uh, broke into the dental <laughs> office where she claimed that she had formerly worked. So I guess she may have been like a hygienist or something or or just a secretary. Um, just wanted one last hurrah before yeah. she went on the... <laughs> Investigators did not say how they determined Ike to be the person of interest in the case, but they said that she admitted to multiple people, including deputies, um, that, they, that she had performed the medical procedure. Well... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's worse. Right. I mean, yeah, you didn't take the 20 grand, but you stole this person's mouth. <laughs> you know that's worse, bro. <laughs> Ike, a resident of Reno, allegedly performed the extractions on her own time. Oh, so that's all right then. Oh, wasn't on the clock. <laughs> wasn't being paid. Yeah, it was doing it out of chivalry. It was doing it out of, you know, charitable, being charitable, really. You probably don't want these teeth. <laughs> no, if, you, if you keep teeth, they get all fucked. So just get them all out, <laughs> and I'll be on my way. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, uh, right? Maybe she previously worked there. Maybe you know it could be mistaken that she's looking after the patients. I'm assuming there must have been other people in the building. You can't leave unconscious people in an abandoned building. That's the thing. I, d I don't know how that works. Like, how, unless she like held the place up. But it doesn't say anything about that. No, I reckon she must have gone in during office hours and like just nobody thought to interrupt her and she just kind of carried on. Yeah. Still quite bad, really. Yeah. I mean, 
during office hours, someone has had their teeth stolen. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll change my dentics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it spices it up a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people hate the dentists. People love, you know, crime stories. Yeah. What? Mix the two together. <laughs> people on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's me this week. Nice. Nice. Yeah, weird week. Weird week. Heat. Just, just warm. Just too hot. Yeah. I mean, it's better than the previous meltdown episode. Like, uh, what we had in your room was uh, too hot. No fans, no headphones. Just, ugh. Yeah. I still have that shirt, and that was over a year ago. You haven't washed it? No, it's like condensed into a small star in the back seat of my car. <laughs> like, as soon as we finished, I just took it off and was like, I never want to remember this. Yeah. You can't go away. You probably. That's fair enough. I don't yeah. know. We'll see how the, how the audio goes. Yeah, yeah. If the audio is fine with fans. It could be slightly annoying, but I, we'll see. I mean, who's watching? <laughs> I mean, you know, what's the point? Like, why don't we just end it all? <laughs> uh. Always good to partner up with Steve. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Too often.